Welcome back, everybody, to uh, another uh, podcast, All About Nothing podcast. I am your host, uh, Barrett. I want to uh, welcome a couple co-workers uh, in on the uh, program this evening. Uh, I have uh, my brother from another mother, Seward Suarez. He is uh, my, my mother has officially adopted him, and uh, it makes it really uncomfortable because when she talks about Seward, she also mentions how great of a son he is and how hard of a worker he is and, and it makes me feel so little <laughs> and then he does what he can to make me feel even worse because he'll remind me oh you didn't help your brother carry that bass drum you didn't do all of these things this, you know we were in uh, Greenville and he, he made me feel like uh, I was I was worthless so I invited him on the show not on purpose Seward is under the belief that he is of Native American descent and uh, in my opinion, I, I have decided that if it's Native American, then it's clearly not one of the Mohicans. It's not one of the, no, the, the, the Navajo. It's not one of the Apache. Clearly, it's one of the last Peruvians. Because, I mean, haven't they all disappeared? No, no, you gotta, you gotta say it right. It's the Incans. The Incans? The Incans. Okay, fine. They migrated, they migrated all in South America. They were all in South America and all those other places, too. Well, you keep saying you're Native American, but you're Native South American? Uh, I guess. I don't know. That's, the DNA came back as 46% Native American. I don't know what, what that entails. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's good enough for me. Um, and I want to <laughs> go ahead and also introduce uh, another one of our co-workers. Uh, my brother, who is a brother, is uh, Keith. Cooper, welcome, Keith. Thanks for having me on the show. No, appreciate it. Glad you could join us. You're uh, you're doing uh, you're doing what you have to at the Walmart right now, right? Yes, I am. I'm walking around in Walmart right now. It's a little crowded. <laughs> it's a diverse group of people. <laughs> some people are doing some things they shouldn't be doing, but I don't want to go into detail with that right now. <laughs> but you're in Walmart. That's usual. That's 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 typical in Walmart. Well. <laughs> One of the one of the things I wanted to do this evening was uh, having you guys on was so at work we we typically have conversations that we probably shouldn't but uh, uh, one of the things that we always wanted to do was a podcast between another coworker and Keith called uh, Black Guy White Guy and uh, we did not get an opportunity to do that but uh, one of our friends Rob he has uh, extremely I can't even say conservative uh, opinions he just has very Republican. Uh, opinions because they, they don't they don't strike me as conservative it's just whatever rhetoric he's heard or he's read about he he wants to discuss so it uh that he's but we wanted to do a podcast where it was just the two of them going back and forth so what i wanted to do this evening was have uh, keith and seward on because one of the things that we've discussed at work that uh, is is brought us a lot of humor is the discussion about uh uh white privilege we have uh, we have a particular coworker who does not believe that white privilege exists. I am white. I absolutely believe that white privilege exists. And uh, Keith and Seward are both of uh, minority groups. I imagine that uh, I could probably just let them talk, and you could figure out which ones. <laughs> um, so, Keith, Keith. Uh, Keith had some things that he wanted to say about uh, white privilege, and, and I, I, I really just want to let you take it, and then Seward and I will join in and comment. But uh, you, you were going to say something earlier today that I don't think you got to. I define white privilege as basically 
what the words say. It is a, in the United States, and I, I, I would assume worldwide, it is looked upon as white is the way to go. They're the leaders. It, it is a, I, I noticed that um, with, I noticed I, I met an individual one time. He said, if it's not white, it's not right. <laughs> And I know it sounds silly. <laughs> I never forgot that. They they always say that, like me as an African-American person, if I'm speaking, they call it the King's English, <laughs> I'm trying to sound white. Have you ever heard that before, Barrett? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know. There's, you're trying to sound white as if being white is the epitome of speaking correctly sure sure and the reason i say with white privilege when i go to a store i don't know barry you can chime in let me know <laughs> if i go to a to belt i go in the mall and i'm shopping it happens a hundred percent of the time let me let me interrupt you there's is belk, always some it, person that works there following me asking me do i need help is belk is belk i don't see the same individual falling behind a white person that's walking around in the store sure but they're always asking me as if I need help, as if I'm going to steal something. Sure, sure. Is that uh, to me is white privilege? Is 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 Belk typically a whiter than uh, than than? Oh. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm just using Belk as an example. Uh, that's one of the many stories that happens. That it happens at every store, and I'm wondering, I'm it, do I look like I'm a criminal? What What about Publix? Assume that I'm going to steal something. I give you another example. Uh, I was looking at a, I was reading this article that talked about the discrepancy when it comes to the number of African-American children who get in trouble in preschool. The number of African-American children in preschool, they showed us by 16%. But 50% of the children that get suspended or get in trouble are African-American kids in school. I believe it. The, and excuse me go ahead I, I was just saying i believe that I, I i i i agree that that is probably a fairly valid statistic fairly valid statistic well it's like you know With statistics go ahead Barry. i was just gonna say you know it's like the uh I, I don't remember what we were talking about earlier today but i remember that we were we were talking about something and 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 what came to mind was the uh you know the chris rock joke from from 20 years ago where he said you know black people aren't even in that you know there aren't that many black people even in the country it's like 10 percent of the 10 percent of the population in the united states is black mm -hmm. and they're only in like yes. 13 different cities you know so how, how is it how is there all the, how, how do they consider all this problem with just 10 percent of the the population you know doesn't make sense I, I, I look at it i look at another thing if you look at the news i give you the difference in privilege in the news it is inevitable when they put an African-American, a black person on the news, they interview them, they find the most ignorant black person you could find. Sure. <laughs> you watch the news. That is true. You'll see that uh, the most ignorant black person, when they when they show a white person, if they are ignorant, they're going to be in a trailer park. Well, exactly. They're show a white person in a trailer park. Exactly. They will. You find the most ignorant person. When I think of white privilege, I think of the people that are pulled over by police. If Rob was here, <laughs> Rob even told me that he would love to see me get put over by Rob was going 25 miles per hour over the speed limit. He's put over by a cop. Cop gives him a warning. 
The first thing Rob said is, he, if you did that, he probably would have shot you. <laughs> that is white privilege. Sir, I'm just going for my license. No, 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 no. Put the gun away. No, no, I promise. It's just my license. I, it, it, it's in my pocket. It's it's my back pocket. Sir, I would not be sitting on a gun. I promise. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I went to the store. This down, What is that? Palmetto State Armory? Uh-huh. I don't care if they hear this. I went there <laughs> to purchase a weapon. I am not a criminal. I stand at the counter for 15 minutes looking. No one ever helps me. <laughs> White male stands behind me. They look over me and say, hey, excuse me, sir. They're looking past me. Dude, do you need help? <laughs> That's white privilege. Well, they, they didn't They didn't want to ask you because they, they didn't want you to feel like you were stealing something. So they didn't want to ask you if you need help. <laughs> he wasn't like following Belk. around the store. <laughs> <laughs> that same guy was at Belk watching you get followed around. Guns. I guess that's someone I was going to shoot the place up or rob it or something. Right. I was going to buy a gun to rob the place. Well, you mentioned something. You mentioned something a minute ago. How how I can have political conversations with and and again, anyone that's listened to the show knows that I am extremely uh, progressive. I consider myself to be a liberal when it comes to social ideas and things like that. And I don't like our president. I I, I find him to be absurd and 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 absolutely. Uh, difficult for me to look at him with any sense of respect right now because he is just foolish, and 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 I I I I, I have friends that, that that outright just think he is the greatest president we've ever had, and and it's you know six months in, and and literally he you can count on no fingers anything that he's done yet, but regardless, so. Uh, we have a couple individuals at work that are both um, that are both sort of of the same mindset that Rob is in the sense that they are Republican. Um, they, you know, or they consider themselves conservative to the point where they defend everything that happens with the president. And for some reason, I seem to be able to have conversations with them where we can walk away laughing sometimes, most of the time. But man, Keith, if you were to get involved in a conversation with them, they would i guarantee you that both of them would would do would either one shut you down or two walk away without saying anything because they're afraid that i don't know that they're afraid but they would they, they would try and say something that would offend you um you know it, it, i don't want to say their names i i really want to but i don't want to <laughs> I know. No, don't say that. <laughs> but well, you know, there there is one. I mean, there is one that one individual that you keep that you keep on mentioning. I mean, I I there's been times and many many times, especially with with um, uh, upper management being around, where they basically say a racial comment, uh -huh. a racial comment, no matter what ethnic background they are, they basically blab it out and they don't get talk to or in trouble or anything like that but if one of us or you know keith or myself will say something like that i'm sure you'd at least get in the office yeah you'd right, at least get, get looked at right 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 yeah right for the life right. of me i i don't understand how how oh, i almost did it i don't understand how one of them can stand up almost all the time away from his desk and have these conversations with management you know a stone's throw away they can hear him the whole time but they there's nothing that's ever said or or at least i don't know that it's ever said but it's not ever stopped right, him right and 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 you know right. it's man some of those conversations get really awkward too and you know and it's like it's like you know and, 
Would you and you know what? And, and that's and that's the other thing, you know, um, not to bring it up, right? But that, that same person also, you know, being that they're white, you know, they also have, you know, they talk about their marriage, how great their marriage is, mm. and this is not, but yet, but yet the, the, the wife doesn't get home till one, two o'clock in the morning from going to work out, being out with a friend at Walmart shopping, but nothing doesn't come home with any shopping bags. And Seward, do you, do you feel I'm as, do you, do you feel as though that is, is a, is, is more of a, a native American thing that, uh, that his wife is getting away with that when it should just be native American women? That do it? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but you know, remember native American, we, we, we live in a teepee so that they don't, We'll shop at Walmart, you know. We 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 shop the land. <laughs> I say the the reason when bear back to what you're saying for the life of you, you you know, say I just injured the individual stands up and say certain things and nothing happens because it's white privilege. Yeah. The individual you're talking about, uh, oh, I, I give you, I have many examples of, of white privilege. My son. When he was in school, he was about two or three years ago. He was in, I think, second grade, second, third grade, one of them. And no, fourth grade. And there was an individual at school, white kid, who told my son, since my son was in front of him in line, that he was going to bring a knife to school the next day and cut his neck off. What? Sounds silly, but yeah, the kid said that. That's frightening. So, so, so the principal calls me and tells me, hey, I want to let you know about the situation. And he said, we took care of it. So I asked the principal, what did you do to the kid? He said, well, you know, privacy, I can't tell you what I did to it. I can't tell you. So I imagine the kid wouldn't be at school at least the next day. The kid was at school the next day. I talked to my son. I called the principal back and told the principal, if it was a black child, you would have kicked him out of school. Yeah. There's no way you would let this kid stay at school, threaten to bring a knife to school. That's white privilege. And a lot of people don't see it. A lot of people don't see it because if now Barrett, you're on, you're on the unusual side. You're like the first that is white a fact. male I've ran into who said that white privilege exists. A oh. lot of them deny it. They tell me that I'm crazy or I just met bad situations. White privilege exists. I absolutely believe that white privilege exists because, you know, I, 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 I the sheer fact that I don't believe that I have ever been uh, racially profiled for being white. You know, I don't, I, I've, I, you know, me, me living in, in Florida, being a, a Latin descent, um, you know, I didn't really grow up. I grew up in, I mean, going to school or, or going to high school, our school was very segregated. Sure. I mean, we had, we had the blacks with the blacks, the Hispanics with the Hispanics, the, white surfers with the white surfers and the skinheads with the skinheads. I mean, it was very segregated and they had, and there was a lot of, you know, fights broken out. I mean, there was a lot of, lot of issues in the school that, that I went to the high school I went to, but when it went to a newer school, cause they were in transition from a really old, old, old school that was wide open. No, no fence, no nothing. I mean, there was rights in school during class all the time to when finally when we went to the new school um it kind of died out i mean a lot of people started you know i don't know what they did differently but a lot of you know this segregation started disappearing mm -hmm. but um 
but you know, growing up, you know, I, I also, there's been times that I also been profiled and, and, and just like Keith, you know, walking in the store, depending on what I'm wearing, um, they'll either follow me, ask me if I need any help constantly. It's like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just looking. Um, I'll get profiled, but if I'm out, if I go out dressed really well, um, they don't follow me. They don't, they, they don't even ask me. I mean, I'll walk in the door and they'll say, Hey, you need help. You need to find something. No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just looking. And, and that's it. I don't see him again. I totally it depends on how I'm dressed. I, I totally expected you, know? you to say every time saying, I go to, every time I go to home Depot, I wind up walking in the door and a manager comes up and approaches me and says, no, 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 no. You're going to want to wait outside. Then the corner, they'll pick you up at nine. <laughs> I was totally waiting for that. Uh, but no, but, but I, I totally, I mean, I totally understand where Keith is coming from with, with that aspect. But at the same time, at the same time, um, you know, being a being a devil's advocate, you know, you also got to understand, you know, a lot of black African Americans bring a lot of bad attention as well, too. You know, being that the, the you know like the 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 gangs and stuff like that that they end up going into placing and shooting people up and doing this, doing that, you know. And, and and even and it's not just the African American. You got also Hispanic gangs that are doing the same thing too. But you know, back in the day, tattoo wasn't a big issue, wasn't a big thing. Nowadays, you know, if you have a tattoo, they automatically feel they automatically ping you as a when once you have a lot of tattoos. Oh, he he must be in a gang or something like that. You sure. know. But no, you know, I want to say one thing to what you just said. One of the. I believe, you know, one of the, to me, the biggest, um, the, the one thing that's, to me, that's rarely have ever talked about, and white males, and I'm going to say about white males, I may be wrong, and Barry, you feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the people that have killed the most people in the United States, I think it's white males. I, th- I think that is correct. Well, I actually, actually, let, let, actually, back up, back up. I'll, 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 I'll actually say something on top of that. The the mass murderers and and right. um, if you look at the history of of murderers and um, and um, are are white males. And, yes, and and and, and, exactly. and just to point out, domestic terrorists, for the most part, domestic terrorists in this country. Um, you know, the Constitution says, you know, or they defend the Constitution from both foreign and domestic terrorists uh, or, or mm-hmm. you know, um, most statistically, most of the time, if there is a domestic terrorist, someone born and bred in the United States, they typically turn out to be some white dude that or group that doesn't want to pay taxes. I mean, you have the you have the Bundys out in in. Uh, out out west because they didn't want to pay the taxes on the federal land for their cattle to be um, uh, they didn't want to have to pay for taxes where their federal uh, on federal land where their cows were grazing you have um, um, who was the uh, the I mean yeah you're exactly right I mean um, the Ted Kaczynski the Unabomber white Um, you got uh, the guys that blew up Oklahoma City um, uh, Murr Federal Building two white guys I mean yeah when I mean, you, you, also, you also have like the serial, the serial killers. All this, a lot of ninety percent of the serial killers are all white. I mean, you're looking at uh, Charles Manson, right? White, you know. Um, I can't think of the the, um, the uh, Ray Ted Bur- Bundy. What's his name? Ted Bundy, yeah, white. You know, it's 
which is which the is reason, correct. Reason I was saying that is because I was see, you know, what's you know what Seward was saying about how people perceive black people based upon what other people do. But if that was the case, then it seems like if more people, like for example, if more white males are killing other people or are not saying they're going to everyday killing someone, but if most of the, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Indians, how the land were taken from the Indians, they were taken by white males. Mm-hmm. Then by force. why, by, yeah, by force. And think about people, I don't go out and look at every white male as, man, that white male is trying to, he's going to do something. But if you look at the higher percentage of people who are killed by mass shootings are white males, shouldn't I be afraid of white males? I would. But, uh, but I'm not. I mean, shouldn't uh, I assume that every white male, if I'm going to use the same mindset that some people use towards black people, I'm a black person. I should be afraid of every white male or be very, you know, very mindful of, of, of every white male, but I'm not. Yeah, of course. I, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I completely, well, I, I completely I, agree. I I have to reverse that because, man, I have an inst- I I came across one white male going to the store. Man, I I thought that guy was gonna kill me right there in line just was, to, just to pay just because that was at the gas station, because right? Because I don't know, it 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 was weird. It was weird. He just kept on staring me down. I'm like, what the heck? Do I have something on my back? I mean, it was really weird. It was really really weird that I that I told I told my wife, and and by the way, my wife is is white, very white, but, you know. Yeah, and I told her. I said, "Listen, I'm I'm not ever ever going back to that store ever again." Just because you know the guy, you know, it, it, I guess his he was in line in front of me, and and he kept on looking behind like I was doing something I wasn't doing anything, and then finally, um, he paid something, but his girlfriend was still shopping, and he went around, but he went so close to me like he, he was gonna hit me or something and staring me down. Yeah. Like I did something wrong, and I'm just there trying to get two drinks for my son and and myself because he was going to soccer practice, and yeah, and I'm just standing sideways because I don't, you know, I want to keep an eye on him as well because I don't know why he's staring me down, but I'm not looking at him. I'm, I just can see him in the corner, my, my, my peripheral vision. I can see him staring staring at me. Yeah, no, I remember you telling me about that. Every after that incident, oh man, you feel like every white male is going to attack you. No. Not at all, but this, you know, but once again, it could have been me stereotyping. It could have been, you know, uh, you know, he, he was, he was like the, the white trash looking, you know, living in a trailer park kind of guy, mm-hmm. skinny guy, but he was, oh, you know, he was wearing pants that were, that were, that were lower that, you know, that just fell off of him. They were, they didn't even fit him. And, you know, <laughs> so he was, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> so you know, I and and you know, I looked and I mean, when I seen him looking at me like that, I was like, "Well, what the heck is his problem?" You know, and and, and I don't know if maybe he thought, you know, he thought I was gonna take his girlfriend or something, but his <laughs> girlfriend wasn't good looking at all. But you know, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. First of all, I, I just want to. I just wanted. I just, I just wanted wanna, to buy my drink and get out of there. I want to issue. I want to issue a warning to all girlfriends that may be within the vicinity of Seward. I want to issue a warning to their boyfriends. <laughs> he is the modern day Rico Suave, and no, <laughs> you have to beware because it's not. It's not modern is, day. It's not modern day Rico Suave. It's modern day Don Juan. <laughs> get it right. <laughs> Go ahead, Keith. Barrett. 
Barrett, I want to um, <laughs> piggyback off something that you said, and I want to go back to white privilege. I want to make another comment about mm-hmm. it. Who was the individuals? Wasn't it the, I, I don't want to say the Bundys. It was the individuals who didn't want to, you know, they, they wanted to graze their land. Mm-hmm. How, what was their name? It was Bundy. Bundy. Yeah. You remember that those individuals took over some wildlife or some some station and they yes the people they, yeah they uh them got in there. yeah so what happened was um yeah somewhere i want to say it was either i think it was washington or oregon um yeah the the same people that supported uh, i don't know that it was necessarily the bundys but it may have been family members of the bundys but yeah they basically took over a wildlife research facility a building essentially um on federal land and um i i can't they remember did it on federal land and they made threats. Right. They made threats to if somebody came there, they were going to kill someone and several different things. And in the end, there that was a shootout. For a long time. Yeah. Well, and and what's funny is like it was an abandoned building. The federal government actually, I mean, the yeah. the, the park service didn't care about it that much, so they were just going to wait them out. Um, but mm-hmm. I I think it I think at one point they started the 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 the, the group um, was collecting firearms, which is almost immediately is an issue because you know as a group you can't begin to collect firearms without it raising some sort of red flags and it did and in the end i think i, I if i remember correctly i believe there was a shootout wasn't there on a on a, on a they were they were you trying know, there, to escape what happened was there was an individual that came out and the police told i mean well, I, i'm not sure police what whoever was there right they had warned that individual to stay back right he made some kind of. That's why he was killed. Okay. And the reason I'm going this direction is because all those individuals there, they made threats. They said if someone came there, they were going to shoot them. They was willing to die for what they believed in. Right. No one ever did anything to them. If that was black individuals, I give you when Black Lives Matter were, those guys were marching. I've seen them marching in 2016 get beaten by police because the police said they felt like they made an aggressive move or they felt uncomfortable. But individuals who had assault rifles, nothing was done. It was let's wait them out. Let's yeah. wait them out. Give them time. Let's wait them out. Well, and that was that, that to me is because go ahead. I was just gonna say back in the back in the 90s when um, the the Koresh compound in Waco, Texas. You know, uh, they were going to they were going to wait them out, and or or, you know, Ruby Ridge. It was it was one of those situations where it was a a a religious group that uh, the government didn't you know didn't want to interfere to the point where anyone was going to get hurt. But you're right. I, I I imagine that if there were, let's say let's say the Black Lives Matter group decided that they were going to all get together at Myrtle. They would have bombed that place with a nuclear bomb. Right. They would have threw a nuclear bomb over there. Kill everybody. I, I mean, I can't say for certain that that would have happened, but I, I can admit that there probably would have been a much more aggressive tone taken. Um, but here's the thing. We haven't we haven't had that situation happen. And I, I think that that is probably because, for some reason, white groups... I, and it's the most it's the damnedest thing I, I and i can't figure it out is because when you when you see things happen like this it's almost always some white group it's 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 always some group of white people that have gotten it in their heads you, you that they are you, so you know, oppressed have, have you guys have you guys heard the 
latest though? Have you guys heard the latest on 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 Trump though? Which one? I mean, what's the latest? Okay. So I was so right before right before you called me, I was watching the news, and basically Trump now says that they're gonna they're gonna make it harder for for um for foreigners to get um visa or not visas but um to become citizens here. So one one of the things that they they that one one of the speculation or one not speculation but one of the one of the requirements is that they have to speak English. Oh Lord! If they don't mm-hmm. speak English, they will not when I get in. Well, so what? Okay, so I was like that's that's the latest. <laughs> so, and they and they have and they have to have I think they have to be financially what you said. And also have to be financially certain yeah. financial oh, stable. With, with yeah, you're yes. right. Yeah, you're right. That's that's. That, that's that's <laughs> I don't I, I, I gotta be completely honest I don't understand that move at all um listen I, I'm I, we're, we're about to run out of time but um, I want to have you okay. guys on again and I think next time I have you guys on um, we're gonna do something a little interesting I am going to give you both the citizenship test okay oh <laughs> two boy. two naturally born America well you're Seward, you're you're you, I was I'm Born in in Jersey. Yeah. Okay. So two two naturally born American citizens um, of uh, of of minority descent. Uh, we are going to give you. I'm going to give you both the citizen test. Okay. And it's you can uh, go ahead and give me an F now. <laughs> I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a week or so to study if you for don't it. Pass it. You know Trump's going to kick you out. Or <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate I appreciate you guys joining me tonight, and uh, we're gonna get this out on the web, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna see if anybody gives us their opinions. But I I, I really appreciate you guys joining and talking with me tonight, and uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely do it again soon. Uh, again, Keith Cooper and uh, Seward Suarez, um, two of my coworkers that thank you for uh, me. that uh, I, I I yes no thank you very much. I, I thoroughly enjoy uh, uh, had having you guys on tonight. Okay. Um, we will do another podcast next week. Thank everybody for uh, for listening. And uh, if you have any comments, just feel free to uh, you can tweet me at Barrett Gruber. Uh, again, this is all about nothing podcast. Except tonight it was a little about a little bit of something. So uh, we will check you all out next week when you check us out. The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.